Dear Asian Girl, For Asian Girls, By Asian Girls. Hi everyone, welcome to Dear Asian Girl. I'm Genesis and I am one of your co-hosts for any of our new listeners. If you do not know what Dear Asian Girl is about, it's a podcast where we uplift and support Asian girls everywhere. And today we have a really, really special guest today. Um, as you may mention from the title, it's called Sitting Down with the Chapter Director. And um, this is Nikita our chapter director today and we're going to be diving into what a chapter is later if you guys don't really know what a chapter is about but just for all our new listeners out there that doesn't know who Nikita is um give your name age pronouns and like a fun fact about you yeah of course hi everyone um my name is Nikita I am the chapter director for Darjean Youth I use she her pronouns I'm currently 17 years old and fun fact, um, I live about 45 minutes away from DC. So that's not really a fun fact, but it's a fact. It's really funny because I moved into American University and um, Nikita and I are really close now because I used to live, as most of you know, from Illinois. And we still haven't met yet. And we I know. <laughs> we definitely need to do like, that ASAP. That'd be so exciting. Um, and we're filming this the day of 9-11, though. <laughs> and um, my parents kept texting me, and they were like, do not go into the city, not go into the city. And I was like, yep, no, no. <laughs> so, but yeah, any other day works for me, um, like any weekend. But I don't think that's what they're here for. <laughs> so um, another, like, kind of more introductory fact about you is a question that I do have for you is, why did you join Day? And like, how long have you been at Day? Yeah, so um, if you don't know, Day started, I believe, in April. And I joined around the end of May. And the first, or I guess the reason why I joined is um, pretty, I don't want to say superficial, but when I joined Day, I wasn't really like, very you know um or in terms of like chapters I wasn't very like I had done like organizing and grassroots organizing work on other organizations and I guess I just kind of wanted to like explore what was out there and when I heard of Dirishan Youth and I saw you know their Instagram and around that time they have about like a thousand followers I saw the stuff they what they were posting and I believe I was first introduced to them when they we're doing like an Instagram takeover on another account that I follow, but I just love the message that they were spreading. And um, quite honestly, I had never really kind of experienced any sort of youth organization that was solely um, directed towards, you know, Asian youth. I thought that, that was kind of unique in a way. Um, and in terms of like that, that advocacy lens, you know, that's something that I've never seen. So I thought it would be cool to see what it was about and join. But when I came here, you know, I was able to, um, you know, do such amazing work and the community here is so amazing. So I guess like that's why I joined, but you know, the community, you know, the work that I'm doing at day, I'm like so incredibly passionate about. And I really feel like in day, I found my niche, my, you know, my love, for 
organizing and for, you know, mobilizing, you know, youth, mobilizing people locally, which is, you know, basically what the chapter program is. Um, yeah, so I guess that's kind of why I stayed. Yeah, that's kind of the same with me. Like, I never really found a Asian organization, specifically since I live in the Midwest. It's been really hard to even find Asians around me. Yes. But then, like, joining Dear Asian Youth and joining Dear Asian Girl, like, I was able to find, like, a community and people that I can relate to and people who are advocating for, like, Asian youth since, like, we're so unrepresented in media and I think it's really important like especially like what you're doing which we're going to dive into later on what the chapter like program is and you work super super hard on it and it's really really accomplished now so not to like be a plug or anything (laughs) but I highly recommend joining chapter if you're interested for any of our listeners but let's dive into kind of explain like what the day chapter program is and I mean like I could kind of help you too since um another fun fact about me is I am the central regional lead which Nikita will explain later but um (laughs) so for what is the day chapter program yes of course so basically starting off with what the definition of a Darish new chapter is it's basically like a local um an, an extension of Dear Asian Youth of our national organization um, of usually based in a local area. So whether that be um, a community-based chapter like uh, a neighborhood, a city, a town, or a school-based chapter like a college, university, or high school. Um, those are what Dear Asian Youth chapters are. They're an extension of day. They focus on more of the organizing aspect um, of what Dear Asian Youth does. You know, they host events. They also post, um, um, you know, important information on their social media. They mobilize their communities to to surround different efforts. Um, a, A good example that I like to give people is a lot of our chapters did such incredible work for the November 2020 election, we saw a lot of our chapters um, gather their membership to um, phone bank to get, um, you know, people in marginalized um, communities um, and also more um, POC majority neighborhoods to get registered to vote. Um, A lot of our chapters did their own sort of, you know, registering to vote campaigns within their communities and schools. Yeah, and the day chapter program is basically um, the, you know, the whole organization of all of our chapters. Um, It's where all of our chapters are kind of trained and our chapter leads um, who are kind of the leaders of their, um, you know, specific chapters, you know, they get resources from us and specifically our chapter committee, which is our group on the national team that works directly with our chapters. Um, Our chapter committee is made up of our regional leads, which Jen is one of them. She's an amazing regional lead. She's the central one. Um, We have a ton of different regional leads um, based in the US and then also internationally. Um, And then we also have a group of outreach leads focused on doing outreach, reaching out to different communities, um, targeting different areas. Um, But yeah, both groups work directly with chapters and that's kind of what makes up our chapter committee. But Um, our chapter committee kind of helps run the day chapter program, 
we give out resources, we check in with all our chapter leads, we do a lot of trainings in order to help prepare incoming chapter leads um, and help guide them towards the different things that they want to do within their chapter. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is a follow-up question. But I was wondering, like, how did it get started? How did the day chapter program start, essentially? Like, since you were the director and you kind of, like, kick-started this entire thing, I bet our listeners wanted to know, like, how did you start, like, such, like, a really good, like, chapter program, you know? Um, yeah, so I guess um, going back to when I first joined Day, um, I actually joined as something completely different. Um, definitely wasn't within the the chapter sphere. I did not know that I was going to do that work when I first joined. Um, but then um, Stephanie, the founder and executive director of Day and son of the assistant director, um, I believe we were all three of us were talking and um, Stephanie was asking me like, you know, we definitely want to start something relating to chapters. Um, and we want to work with you to do it. And I was like, yeah, sure, of course, because I did I did, like I said, I did ha uh, have some experience working with um, chapters, obviously not on such a large scale like I do a day, but um, I was like, yeah, um, I'll do it. And then um, I basically started kind of organizing what, you know, the layout would look like, what we would need, you know, how many people would be involved with starting it. And we already had a lot of interest from some of our members currently that wanted to start chapters within their areas. So that was another proponent proponent of starting the chapter program. Um, and yeah, over the summer, I kind of just, again, I joined like late May, I believe. So from, you know, uh, May to um, around June, end of June, July. Um, I kind of kind of organized like what the chapter program would look like. I took, you know, inspiration from some of the things I've seen from, you know, other people, other organizations. And then I also took some of the things, um, what I kind of did is I put myself in the shoes of like someone who is starting, well, I, I do, have, I am involved in school clubs, but like uh, someone who is like starting a school club at their school and what they would, you know, possibly need to kickstart that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I just kind of brainstormed and then we roped our regional leads, the first five people to join the chapter committee. They focused on working directly with chapters in different regions. So we have a West regional, we, we first had a West regional lead, South, uh, Northeast, uh, Midwest and international. And those were the first did I say four or five? I think that was the first five regional aids we started out with. Um, and then, you know, um, it's also been like a collaborative process as well, like talking with all the regional aids, seeing how we wanted to organize and structure, um, and then kind of implementing it in, uh, I believe our starting date was July 1st of 2020. And, you know, that's when the program was launched and it was actually pretty su successful by September of 2020. We had around a hundred chapters already, which is really, really great. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how it started. That's not really, that's like a long winded way of saying, I just kind of like put stuff together in my mind. And at first, you know, 
you know, the way I structured it, because it was just kind of me doing it, I was very unsure of a lot of things. And I think having that collaborative aspect, having the regional leads, the original regional leads who worked on the, the program with me there, like, like Genesis here, um, was really great because, you know, all of these different structures, it's a very collaborative process. Um, and it's constantly changing and adapting to whatever we, you know, see necessary, you know, um, it, you know, our, our program hasn't been the same since July. And that's like, that's, that's good. And that's better because we're working constantly every single day to uh, implement and restructure to um, how we can best support the students and youth who join our program and what their needs are and, you know, constantly getting feedback from the chapter leads that are currently in our program. Um, but yeah. Oh, you were talking about how um, Jay and the chapter committee, like it was such a unified effort. Like everyone was working and collaborating together to get to how the chapter program was last year. And now like this past year, it's been a lot of improvements and there constantly will be improvements as through like the months go by, which is super exciting. And what the day chapter committee is like the best committee there. <laughs> Just saying, just saying. But um, like, just for our listeners, like how many chapters do we currently have right now? Uh, Dear Asian Youth currently has around 170 chapters. Period. <laughs> but um, so another question I had for you is, what are some of the events that we as a chapter committee has have done in the past for our chapter? A lot of our events have focused on trying to kind of bring um chapters together and you know um have conversations two of our past events i believe in february we did like a valentine's day themed bonding event where um actually a ton of people came it was super cool um we um did some games we went into breakout rooms just so chapter leads could you know get to know each other you know the chapter committee especially like regional leads who haven't talked with other chapters in the region before could, you know, discuss, talk, bond, give advice. Um, yeah, it was, it was a really fun time. We got a lot of um, good responses and we also got a lot of feedback from that event, which was really nice. Um, and then I believe one of the other things that we did was um, around, I believe, May, um, right after April or May, I could be wrong though, right after the um, Atlanta shooting involving um, the six Asian women that were there, um, we held a conversation with um, chapter leads on, you know, how they were feeling about this. And um, it was basically just kind of a safe space to talk about it, to process and um, to talk about, um, you know, how people were feeling um, less focused on the action part, because I feel like when an event happens like that, you know, action, taking action is very important, but I feel like there are lots of times where we need to kind of sit down and let out and kind of process what has happened. And, you know, the, the, the emotional trauma that people are experiencing when, especially East and Southeast Asians are experiencing when, when events like that happen. Um, so it was basically like a sit down, very informal conversation. Um, a lot of people, a lot of, um, of our chapter leads came and they discussed, 
um, discussed how they were feeling. They shared, you know, personal stuff about, you know, what that event kind of brought to them um, in terms of, you know, the stuff that they dealt with in the past and, um, you know, how, you know, when, you know, those types of stuff happen. And then also just the buildup of, you know, Asian American uh, or Asian targeted hate crimes after, um, you know, uh, COVID-19 started picking up. It was basically a kind of a great way for people to, you know, sit down, take a break and really process how they were feeling about this, um, you know, traumatic thing that just happened. Um, yes, that was another event that we did and we're hoping to do more in the future. Um, ones of the, you know, the sit down informal conversation nature and then ones where we're kind of trying to rally chapter leads into taking action as well. That's awesome. Like I know, like I'm kind of a part of that. So like I kind of already know, but it's really nice for our listeners to like get to know some cool events that the chapter committee like plans for our chapters that it's not just like work hard. It's also like play hard too with some of like our funner events, but it's also like a community that we've established. Yeah. But um, another thing that I, another question I have for you, like what are some of the coolest things that like a chapter lead has done? just so like our listeners know, like what are some of the cool things that you could possibly do in your area? Yeah, definitely. So our chapter leads do have a lot of autonomy over what they do, um, but we're also kind of here to guide them. You know, the chapter committee is here to guide them in the right, you know, steps in the in direction. Um, one of the, um, a couple of cool things, there are like so many, like a bunch of our chapters have done some amazing things but um the first thing that comes to mind is we actually did like an open meal um a fundraiser and competition with our chapter leads to see um if um for some of the listeners open meal is a um small organization based in california and it's focused on um kind of helping you know um businesses, you know, locally owned, family owned businesses, um, as well as people who have experienced financial difficulty um, after, um, you know, COVID-19 hit and everyone was quarantined. Um, It's a great organization. I highly recommend you check it out. Um, But basically it was to fundraise for that organization so that they could continue their work. Um, And um, one of our chapters Stargate High School, our day at Stargate High School chapter based in Colorado. Um, Nick and Ryan are the chapter leads, I believe. Um, And they raised over $400 in their high school for um, for that that fundraiser. And like that to me is astounding. That's like $400 is a lot of money, you know? And you know, that's amazing. That's like one of the first things that comes to mind. like I said before, a ton of our chapters were doing really cool things around the time of the November 2020 election. Our Dershin Youth at the University of Southern California chapter did this social media campaign called um, I Vote Because, and they basically um, rallied around their campus to share you know, different re- reasons why they all vote in order to get more people um, to vote and to get registered to vote. 
Um, and they were able to get over 200 people to participate, which is really awesome. Again, you know, kind of organizing around their local community um, and stuff like that. Um, we have a chapter, um, I believe in Axenborough High School in New Jersey, who started um, kind uh, that that chapter lead started a um, kind of a campaign or a sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Started kind of like an action in um, in their school to um, change the uh, history curriculum to include um, you know more course courses on like ethnic studies and stuff like that which is, again, an amazing action to take. Um, our day at Houston chapter, and then also our day at London chapter, um, Houston, Texas, and London in England. I didn't say that before. Wait, let me start over. Our day at um, Houston, Texas chapter, and then our day at London chapter also post really you know informative content. Um, our day at Houston chapter did like this post breaking down on um, the law that went into effect in Texas about um, I love how I can't think of anything <laughs> um, of, of the law that was passed in Texas uh, school systems about like you know talking about race in classes um, in you know classrooms and how that was, you know, kind of what that, you know, piece of legislation detailed and, you know, why that was so terrible. Um, yeah, and our, our uh, just touching on our day at London chapter, um, they have gained, you know, a massive following and they, again, post some super informative content. They do a lot of um, posts around, like, different representation and different, like, um, Asian European artists. Um, I believe their most recent post was one about, you know, different um, Asian British um, people in sports and different Asian British athletes. Um, so yeah, those are just a few of the cool things that our chapters have done. Shout out to my chapter though. Um... If anyone don't know, I'm part of like the Midwest or now central regional lead, but um, Nick and Ryan are my chapters. So shout out to them for fundraising yes. um, for most open meal. Really, really exciting. Um, I really like that our chapters like vary in what they do. Like it's not only just, for example, like celebration of our culture. It's also celebration and like advocacy. Like there's so many outlets you could take with the chapter, like being a chapter lead and like what you envision like your chapter to be. That like that like oh my god I can't speak. That's why I think like it's so important to possibly have one or be a part of one mm -hmm. because like just celebrating it in your own like community makes so much more sense because like you know your community you know like the people who are in it more so highly recommend joining it um but for you Nikita like what is your favorite part of the chapter program um that's a good question um I guess my favorite part is being able to see um kind of adding on to what you were saying like 
chapter leads know their area the best. You know, they, they've been a part of their community for, you know, however long they've lived there. Um, they know their area the best. And to see them apply, you know, Day's mission and bring Day's like ideals and missions and values within their community has been super cool to see. Um, and I think, you know, that's why that, that variety is necessary. Like, you know, different communities, different demographics, different um, areas need different things. Um, and I think, you know, having that adaptable part of the chapter program where it's not just um, stuck to like one area is really great um, to have, you know, um, besides everything I've just said, you know, we've had chapters fundraise, host different events. Um, there are so many things that, you know, people have done with the chapter program. And I really believe like, you know, I and the rest of the chapter committee kind of uh, created this program, but it's really, um, you know, the chapter leads that have been able to define it and define what it is. Um, and without, you know, the work that they've put into it and without, especially some of our earlier chapters where, you know, our program was just starting out, we, you know, you know, we were getting a feel for how we can, you know, support, you know, different leaders in different areas. It's really them who kind of, you know, laid the foundation into, you know, what being a chapter really means um, and being part of a chapter really means. Um, and just kind of being able to see that has been very cool. I like what you mentioned before, like there's so many like different parts of like the chapter program and so many different demographics and personalities and everything that it's so cool to see like what everyone does. And I'm really happy to be a part of it too. I really, really like the chapter program, but um, to kind of wrap things up um, for our listeners that do want to get involved, um, how can our listeners sort of start a chapter? What are the steps to take that? Um, or anything else you kind of want to mention about like applying to be a chapter lead? Yeah, so currently we actually, we used to have our applications open all year round but we actually currently just closed them because we are working on a different system um, to better support our chapters. And then also, you know, um, you know, create a system where, you know, people and incoming chapter leads are truly supported um, as they're creating their chapter in their different areas. Um, and that information will out come out soon. I would say, um, make sure you're keeping tabs on the Dairies You Need social media. Um, uh, check our website for more info on kind of what being a chapter is. Um, I would suggest if you want to learn more about, you know, what chapters actually do and, um, you know, how you can get involved, start looking um, at you know, some of the chapters around you. There probably is one, uh, depending on where you live. Um, we do have quite a lot of chapters, both um, based in the U.S. and then also internationally. Um, so I would say look out for those. If you like go to your Instagram search bar and like hit Dearest and Youth, they'll all pop up. So that's definitely another way to, you know, see what chapters are out there. But I would say stay tuned. We are coming out with like a much uh, a newer introduction in our newer structure of our chapter program pretty soon and we are very excited to reveal it um and 
yeah, more information can be, will be coming soon. And, you know, if you want to, you know, contact me or message me about how that process is going and any more information on that, um, my email or wait, should I say my email or should I just like, you could say your email and I'll also put in the, in the description, or you could just say like, it's in the description down below. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, if you would like to get in contact, um, with me to kind of learn more, or if you have any other questions, um, my email is in the description, but it's also my name, Nikita at dearasianyouth.org. Um, yeah. And it's always open. So feel free to email me anytime. Um, and then, yeah, just stay tuned. Uh, we're coming with out with some amazing things pretty soon. Yeah, like what Nikita said, like you could literally search up on Instagram, like like I search up Dear Asian Youth, and then there's like at least 50 yes, <laughs> like Instagram. So many accounts that pop up. If you want to learn more about like what different chapters are doing, I would say that's the best place to start. Yeah, like they have like all like the things that they like post and like recent things and articles um, that they're like kind of focused on. You could see like which different outlets they take. Like for example, like Dear Asian Youth London is very much like like very advocacy. But then you could even check out like Dear Asian Youth, like I want to say like Twin Peaks in Minnesota, and it's very much like here's an event that we're hosting at this time, et cetera, et cetera. So it's so cool to see like what our chapters are doing and how like involved they are about this program and how like like I guess what is that word it's they're very like motivated to like keep their chapter running and keep it as successful as it can be which is a good representation of beer Asian youth and what we are because that's where we were founded from but um thank you so much Nikita for joining me today and um if any of you listeners want to get involved I really hope you do so that we can meet and all of us can meet you guys um you can you'll find out some more information soon as Nikita said so thank you so much Nikita for joining us today and I hope you listeners hear more about like there are more episodes that are coming up in the future want more of Dear Asian Girl you can find us everywhere on Apple Podcasts Spotify and Anchor we're on everything can't get enough subscribe follow rate review to get all the updates on the latest at dag let us know your feedback and what we can do to improve we also can be found on instagram follow us at dear asian girl to receive updates about our latest episodes and fun facts about the host we'd love for you to reach out dag dear asian girl a podcast dedicated to share the stories of asian girls everywhere for the asian girl by the asian girl